Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with With daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Charlie Parsons for Boxing Social in association with Forged Irish Stout Empire Fight Store and FreeBets.com. Delighted to be joined by a man I've known for a long, long time and the new European champion, Mr. Gavin Gwynn. How are you, sir? Yes. Yeah, all good, but that sounds good. <laughs> European <laughs> champ. <laughs> hey, you're going yes. to ask me to do the intro again just so you can hear it every Yeah, time. <laughs> it sounds awesome, but like, this is the first interview I've done since being European champion, so it sounds amazing. But and if someone said at the start of the year, um, you're going to even box for a European title, I will be European champion, um, I would have I would have bit their hand off. Like, But uh, yeah, all good. What's weird is like in a in a strange way, it feels like a bittersweet year. But I sort of mean that from I know that when I've spoke to you, you've had frustrations at times. Obviously, you were hoping that Matchroom would come through with something. They had options on you after the Woodruff fight, and then that went quiet. And then Queensbury came along. But I suppose all in all, now you look back, you won on a huge card in Cordina Rakimov. And then you head yeah. at York Hall to win the European title. That's not a bad yeah. twelve months, Gavin. It's not. It's not a bad twelve months. But like my career has never is never been straightforward. Like I I can remember going back winning the Commonwealth title and then not not fighting like for a whole year. Like every time I won a, a big fight, I've never got a fight after it. Like no one wants to fight me. I'm like. Come on, give, give a boy a break, sort of thing. But it's just, it's just boxing. Like I spoke to like um, Liam Williams as well. We had a good chat when we went up, up to London. He was like, "But you just got to keep in the gym. You just got to keep focused." Um, and 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 it it did pay off for me. I I stayed on it. Um, I had a big win in April on the Cordina card. Um, and I just I had a, a week off and then I was supposed to be out in September, but that fell through. So I had a weekend off. Um it was my missus' 30th birthday. We were supposed to go to Dubai. That got cancelled. I was like, no, I'm staying in the gym. I'm lucky I got a supportive wife. Like 
many other women would have left me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was just Fox's like, wife is basically the a therapist. Yeah, but like, honest to God, like, um, I was like, no, I got to stay in the gym just in case some other opportunity comes up. But then, um, obviously, Frank Warren and Queensby uh, offered me a major, major contract. So I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm taking that with. I just had to, I, it was like a bit of security for myself as well. I got a, a two-year um, deal with them with the, with so many fights in there. Um, and I, I my next year has panned out to me already. So I've never had that. I've never had that. My whole boxing career, I've never had it. So it's it's good in a way. Um, yeah, but um, I'm, I'm looking forward to next year already. Like, yeah. Well, we will sort of go on to what 2024 has, but I suppose take it back to April time. Um, this is sort of going to be in our little in-review sort of over the festive period. Does that yeah. feel like a lifetime ago for you as well? It does, like, it does, really. Um, obviously, it was a massive card, like, and I knew I had to perform because going off my last performance with, with Craig... Obviously, I had a broken hand. Um, I just didn't perform. Um, and I, I knew, like, if I wanted to do something in boxing, like, it was all or nothing that night. So, I, like, I even said to you in an interview, look, I, I'm going to do a demolition job on this guy. And I'd, I'd done that, like, do you know what I mean? The occasion and everything, I knew how much it meant to you. I remember speaking. Yeah build up and just a reflection on the last fight having the problems with your hand but probably being too stubborn of a fighter you refused to let that first fight opportunity go out of the way um yeah and then i saw how much it meant to you and your missus afterwards was that like yeah a, but i just broke down relief? but i was like it, it it was a relief in a way like um and obviously losing my gramp as well so it was like i don't know it was just like that was I don't know, it was just an emotional night as well, do you know? It was just like a massive occasion and I was just like, do you know what? I, I was like, I need to put on a special performance just for my grandpa, like, do you know what I mean? Good and that's on. what it was, yeah. He would have been looking down, smiling. Ah, but he would, have been, he would have been so proud, like, he would have been so proud, yeah. Does that sort of, when you go in and you say you're going to do a demolition job and you're as frustrated as you were in the third performance to then go in and have the performance that you did on such yeah. a card with such a big Welsh following there, that make it, I suppose it was also actually a Welsh derby. Does that make it that little bit like sweeter? Oh, 100%. Like, I can remember coming out and I was like, I was, I was just so focused. I, I seen the crowd and I was like, right, they're gonna go off on this now. I was gonna, I was just in the zone. I was just like, I, I can remember. I just fucking stomped down to the ring. I was like, he's having it. McGregor he is who? having it. <laughs> <laughs> Conor McGregor, who? Yeah, he was. But I just walked down. I see my own bag in my fist bump. I was like, I'm doing. I'm gonna wreck this guy. <laughs> and then uh, I remember, like the summer period was difficult for you. Um, yeah. Because obviously you go from such a high, and this is with boxing, yeah. like you sort of articulated before. Whenever you've won, it's not always been easy afterwards, right? And this was the same no. case. Um, wasn't to be with Matram in the end. Um, obviously, I know that sort of 
you were really hoping something would have materialised. And obviously, we'll talk about your deal with Frank Warren and Queensbury in more detail, yeah. which is a positive. But at the time, you didn't know about that, right? So it must have been quite frustrating coming off that high and then sort of being back in the dark about everything again. Yeah. Um, so we got off of the fight in September in Cardiff. Um, Codina was supposed to box in Cardiff. Um Obviously, just the I just think the money just wasn't there for Codina, and obviously you can't blame him for going over to Monte Carlo and boxing over there. Like so, I didn't have no, no, no like bitter thing against Joe or anything like that. But I was just thinking in my head, I was thinking, we'll just have me headlining Cardiff. I it still sell out. Do you know what I mean? We just have a couple of more Welsh boys on it sell out. Um, could have. Box for the European title. I was still uh, mandatory for the European title, so um, but Matchroom didn't want the fight, um, and then they offered me uh, another fight with a, a a big profile fighter. Um, I accepted the fight. I accept. I'll, I I um, and then um, they come back and said the the fighter didn't want it. So I was like, well, you when that was uh, Gary Kelly. So. Oh. Yeah, so and then um, I was like, so when am I going to box now? And they were like, oh, we, we can get you a fight next year. I was like, uh, I'm, I may as well just give up boxing and go back to work if that's the case. Do you know what I mean? You can't just box once a year. like So um, obviously Leighton um, done a fantastic job with me. He's like, he's been on the ball since day one. Fair play to him. I can't thank him enough. Like, he, he's changed my life. Yeah, he really has. Like, he's... He's like, a good man, Lee. He's a good man. He, he he can't do enough for me. Like he's texting me, is anything you need, anything like that, um, constantly. Um, and he said, right, I'm gonna get on the ball. Um, we we'll look at a few other options. So I was like, yeah, no worries. Uh, and then he come back with the Queensbury contract and uh, Frank Warren, and I was like, yeah, man, I'm taking that. So the the first fight they said they gave me a European title shot um on the Liam Williams and uh, Shiraz card um I was like yeah happy days um but then obviously that got changed and I I was headlining uh show in New York where I won the British title so it was I you was just like wish, I was buzzing never wish injuries or postponements or anything on anyone no. it must have been a little bit like of a a sweet and cool feeling when you were elevated to that main event slot. Yeah, but first of all, right, I, I read the text, show was cancelled. I was uh, like, oh, no. Nah. Uh, I was again. like, oh, no way, but... And I was like, I, I opened it up and it was like, oh, Dan Gwynn now will now headline. And I was like, oh... <laughs> it was like, <laughs> my stomach done You twist. had to read one paragraph and then you had to look at the next one. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, oh... Thank God for that. But, like, um, yeah, it was a bit of a, I don't know, I, I was saying to my um, my father yesterday, like, from going from the motor point, or the sold-out motor point, and then walking out in the York Hall. I know it's an iconic venue and it's brilliant, and I had loads of fans go up there, but it was a bit of a come down, if I'm, if I'm quite honest, um, going from, like, a, an arena fight to back in the small hall shows, like, if I'm quite honest. Um but I'm so thankful of Queensbury and Frank Warren for getting me uh, my own show, and obviously it was only it was brought forward a day, so it was even better. If I'm quite honest, 
one less day of waiting. We all love yeah, a Friday it. night fight night as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I suppose then just reflect on the the performance itself. Obviously, you are now the European champion. I know just yeah. how much that means to you. Um, yeah, I mean, sort of. He was boxing a good game. You would definitely yeah. get into him. And then do you sort of want to explain your turn of events? Because we were having a little natter off camera. I mean, I think a lot of people yeah. assume that it was a, a shoulder injury that, that he retired to. But Yeah, so um, obviously uh, the first round, he caught me in perfect in my eardrum. So wobbled me. I was like, shit, what's happening there? But he could punch a bit. He could bang. Um, so we knew that before going into the fight. So the game plan was... Um, first couple of rounds, try and tire him out, um, and then go to work from like five, six rounds. Um, so I can remember sitting down in the six, and Tony was like, Right, um, start putting your shots together now, um, start putting more pressure on, and go to work, like try and get him out today. So it was everything was going sweet, and um. I knew I was landing shots on him and he was slowing down. I thought, oh, lovely, this is all going to plan there. Um, I sat down, um, was it the seventh round? I sat down and Tony's like, right, next round, just take him out. I was like, oh, lovely. <laughs> so I was so pumped. And then they, they ended up calling me off. I was like, oh. I was like, oh, no, man. I didn't want I didn't want to win it that way. But I won, obviously, but I just didn't want to. I wanted to win it in a... In a like a good way, like I, I won my last fight. Yeah, 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 like the referee jumping in and stopping him, or me dropping him and getting him out there. But um, they said he had a shoulder injury, but obviously we we went and seen the doctors after, and obviously the interpreter was there, and the doctor said, "Oh, what's my shoulder?" And he, the interpreter, um, said he was um, uh, nothing wrong with the shoulder. I was just taking too many shots and I was tired. I was like, so, do you know what I mean? You just robbed me of a, <laughs> of a good stoppage. Like. And then, obviously, commentary was, like, ripping into me and saying that, I, why, my, why am I celebrating over an injury? I'm like, I'm European champion. And when I watched it back, I was like, I'm European champion. You, you're going to celebrate no matter what. How do you know what I mean? do you take that into consideration and 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 no I know obviously like you you're your own man and you like focus yeah. on your career and whatever you're doing but does it bother you that sort of it's almost like you know that was your moment oh yeah 100% and they took that little bit of I don't know that little bit of shine off off that moment sort of thing um the way they were speaking and that but I just, it's just me being Welsh probably that that's what it is, and not like I don't think um, what's his name, Carl Frampton likes the Tony Box table anyway, because um, uh, I think they wanted the Lee Selby fight, and that fell through, and everything else. But um, yeah, that's that that's what it is, probably. How do you deal with criticism? Out of curiosity, because everyone's subject to it now, and especially in this yeah, yeah. age and whether it be from like what you do to what I do, anyone in the sport now is 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 subject to this sort of huge amount of criticism. And and for a lot of people, they're not necessarily used to it. Um, yeah. How did you yeah. sort of, not criticism as such, but 
you get the nastier messages and, and little bits. Oh, yeah, but I had, how do you deal with I that? I had thousands. I had thousands of Bad though, bombarding me. I was thinking, why didn't you just come and support your fella then? And uh, you maybe could have got him off the stool in the in in the last round, like maybe. But obviously, it's it's social media. You got to take it with a pinch of salt. Like if if it's coming off, like I don't know. Um, uh, the likes of like Richie Woodall or some of that. You you got to take that criticism on and and assess what you done wrong and things like that. And I, I I do do that of of people I know sort of thing. Um, but like with people you don't don't really know and bombarded with stupid messages, you just block them and move on. Like you don't even bother reading them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, fuck up, like, yeah. Um, moving forward, 2024. Yeah, the speaker's gone off. I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, moving forward, 2024. Uh, you're 33 years of age now, but I feel like... Yeah. Probably not really a, a massive like factor for you. I've, you. You're fit, like I was speaking to you off camp, yeah. to stay in the gym. Uh, lots of activity and and sort of what's the goal? I know when you set out in this game, like British Commonwealth European was always like a a dream. Yeah. And as much as it's been hard at times, you've had your fair share of opportunities. And now you say you've yeah. got your gym mapped out. How do you expect it to unfold? Um. So the plan is obviously in the new year we want like um an international title so get me a good a good ranking with, with one of the governing bodies like but it's gonna be hard for me to win a world title that lightweight I'm 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 a realist like um but if if Frank could get me a world title shot or like I don't know like even an opportunity like I'd be over the moon and. I'd be a happy man, but like I got, I got like three, four years left in the sport because I'm so young, and the way I keep myself, I'm a, I'm a fit, healthy lad. I'm not, I'm not out on the piss constantly after fights and things like that. I look after my body. I'm constantly in the gym. Um, I think that will give me like years on my career. Do you know what I mean? I think I can go on until, but my wife won't like it. But <laughs> <laughs> she, 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 no, she just wants me won't. to retire now. Like she's like, oh, that's that's enough of that. Just retire now. Um, but I think I got a good like three, four years, and I think I'm at my peak now. Like thirty-four, thirty-five, maybe. I think I'll be. I don't know. Just push pushing on a bit too long, but. Like um, Lee Selby said to me, he said, once you've made enough money, get out of the game. But it might keep pulling me back. <laughs> it always does, eh? It always does. Yeah. Um, I suppose just lastly from me then, um, this is going out over the festive period. How will you yourself enjoy it? I know that you're a family man. Uh, yeah. I love seeing little Arlo, is it? Arlo yeah, is. Yeah, I know yeah. you've just done a little trip to Disney. Um, yeah. Enjoying and relishing as much time as you can with your with your lovely family. Yeah, like, so we're just going to be, it'll be quiet. Um, just family and friends sort of thing. Um, just seeing his little face on Christmas morning like that when Santa's oh. been. Yeah. Um, are you I'm one of them dads who, who, you know, like when the kids open the presents and the dads are like, 
God, what's he got there? Pretending that he know. Or are you? Do you? <laughs> is that you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't got a clue. Man. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Just my mission. Just asked me for the money. <laughs> that was about right. Yeah, yeah. It'll be. I'm just living a normal life for a couple of weeks. Do you know what I mean? Um, not being in camp because I've been in camp since like April. So. My my wife said to me, "It's nice just to be normal couple back." So, like, I'm gonna enjoy it until um, the first week of January, and then I'm back on it. Like, I'm back in the gym tidy. Um, I'm gonna take over over Christmas, obviously, get my runs in and things like that. But just being a normal normal human being and a normal normal fa- father figure. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna do that and enjoy Christmas. Well, Gavin, you're a good man. It's always lovely to speak to you. Um, thank always you. Always good to speak to you. Social and congratulations. Uh, an eventful year, a whirlwind at times, probably up and down as your career probably has been over the last four years. So nothing new, yet, yeah. Yeah. But, but I suppose now looking back on it, the two cards that you've been on, it seems pretty successful. Yeah, it's been awesome, and um, I've loved every minute there. You used to twenty twenty four. Just a final message to your supporters. Um, just a, a massive thank you to each and everyone who keeps continues to support me, and um, we've got a big uh, next year. So um, and hopefully a show in Cardiff as well. So bringing it back to Wales, Gavin Gwynn, top man, and thank you for speaking to us at Boxing Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.